0: Welcome to CO Interviews, a production of GoreCon, which
1: we take the time to speak with small cap companies about what's going on with their firms. With us today, for the first time ever, David Luxon, executive chairman of Quest Microsystems, trades on the TSX Venture Exchange under the stock symbol KWE. Chances are not very many people of you, not very many of you have heard of it. Why? It's a brand new listing, and that's why we're excited to have Quest on here. You're not going to know the story, so let me give you a bit of a profile. They're a leader in defense technologies that increase the capabilities of soldiers. Those include those of NATO and its allies. Uh, They do this by developing next generation systems for forces around the world. Some of the coolest things I've ever seen that you'll be able to see on the Agoracom profile page for Quest, but that includes things like electronic decoys so that uh, to protect ground forces from electronic detection. Soldier, uh, Soldier launchable micro drones to intercept small drones, or even drone swarms. So this is the kind of technology the company produces. The leadership team there has spanned decades of success, hundreds of millions of dollars uh, in the military and homeland security space. And David himself, companies under him uh, have generated over a billion dollars in sales. We're happy to have him here. David, welcome to the show.
0: Great, thanks George, good to be with you.
1: Hey, we're happy to have you. It's a brand new listing. Congratulations on that. But this isn't your first rodeo. You've done, uh, your companies under your leadership have done over a billion dollars in sales in this specific space. What makes you so successful in this really hyper competitive industry?
0: It's a pretty simple formula. Really look for great technology with great management that addresses real requirements that are global in scope and where we can dominate a niches or many niches. So
1: let's talk about niches. I'm glad you brought that up because people sometimes hear homeland defense, military, and, you know, they think of the big, the biggest things in the world, right? The biggest weaponry. You're in soldier systems. If you can, for everybody, define what soldier systems means and how that differs from a weapons company.
0: Well, a soldier system is really about the connected soldier, right? That's the soldier of the future. Uh, virtually every NATO country has a program they call Future Soldier System or some variant of that. And that all entails viewing a soldier as a node on a network, where the soldier has to receive all kinds of what's called situational information and uh, targeting information ideally as well. And so it's really about how, do, how does situational information communicate to the soldier and how does the soldier use that for an effect in the battlefield?
1: Yeah, and I guess we're a long way off from, you know we've all seen those, those, those war, civil, civil War movies where soldiers just walking in a field, lining up 10 feet away from each other and just blowing, blasting away. Now we're at the point where it's high tech on the field, right, David? And uh, you, situational awareness, everybody knows where everybody is. Everybody knows who's looking at somebody. Uh, and and uh, you know, and even though it might be some kind of might be kind of obvious, just how does that differentiate you from weaponry?
0: Well, the weaponry has always been there, <clears throat> but how do you keep the soldier safer and help them be more effective? Uh, that's really the challenge, and what Quest has really is right in the wheelhouse of addressing that. To the extent that the soldier has situational awareness of what's going on around them. Um, and to the extent that that same information uh, can be applied to their weapon systems for firing effect, then the soldier is safer further back from adversaries, behind cover, knows where everybody else is, what everybody else is doing, uh, can connect to their, their converge their fire through connectivity. And so this is what makes a difference. And and, uh, you talked about the Civil War, but I'll just say that, you know, today, People from watching movies think that this kind of stuff already exists. And, and right. doesn't. That, that's the Hollywood effect and uh, and also the the video games that people play. <clears throat> uh, the reality is not uh, there yet, or at least it hasn't been. But uh, Quest is bringing that reality to the marketplace today.
1: It's great that you brought that up, because mm-hmm. I got to admit, even I had that impression.
0: Because mm-hmm. I'm
1: thinking, OK, the, what we see in movies, what we see in even Fortnite, you know that ability to know where everybody is. To see, I just assumed it was, it was pretty prevalent. You were just building better mousetraps, but the, in fact, uh, that 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 business, that that next wave of technology development is just beginning. So mm-hmm. let's talk about how you're commercializing, because at the end of the day, you know the rubber hits the road where companies have to commercialize and and sell product. In your presentation, it states that you've got ninety three million dollars in pipeline opportunities. That's as of August 2020. Mm. Let's talk about this. How did you guys amass such a big pipeline and
0: and how does it look? Well, first of all, our products set, our technology set is squarely within where the military is trying to go throughout NATO. And so that positions us well. And with that kind of positioning, the opportunities become apparent. We've been at this a long time in our careers. And so we have a lot of what's called you know customer intimacy. Uh, we know the customers very well. We, we know their requirements. Uh, we develop technology to answer requirements, not to look for a, for an application for the technology. And so that pulls opportunities out, out of the woodwork that are aligned directionally with where military is going, aligned with their programs. And so what we call our pipeline is keyed off of some very specific opportunities that we know will be maturing over the next uh, several years, next two, three years. And, and, uh, and we're adding to that pipeline every day. And, and safe to assume, just to clarify for everyone at home,
1: it's not as if you're expected to close 100% of that pipeline, no corporation on the planet close 100% of their pipeline, but obviously you've got a great deal of confidence given your track record that you're gonna be able to capture some of that pipeline and keep adding to it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, we've been at this for many years. So we know how to go out and execute on what's called opportunity capture. And uh, we have, uh, pretty tried and true strategy for just taking a page from a playbook of what we've done before, which has to do with seeding the, the product, first of all, with uh, some very influential end users. They're a bit sensitive about being named, so I won't name them. You probably saw we recently announced uh, a contract we have to incorporate uh, our situational awareness or tasks technology into uh, US military exercises. One just completed, two more happening this year. Um, Bigger and and more expected for next year. And uh, that's a part of how we progress uh, our market development. You don't go from zero to 100 million overnight in this market. You can get uh, very quick hits from the special forces community. So we also have uh, a particular focus on the special forces community just not one community. There are many, many special forces groups just in the U.S. alone. Right. We all have their own programs, discretionary funds. They can move more quickly, and they're opinion makers, just like some of the uh, the bigger players are. And they're a community of special forces that talks to each other, and they become, in lots of ways, our best salespeople. And that's exactly what we've done before with great success. So David, it sounds like your business model has the perfect combination
1: of new school and old school. New school being you're, you're, able to, you're able to know what's coming down the road, what these forces will need, and you're nimble enough to develop the technology or partner with people and, and develop technology. And then the second part, the old school is you've, you and your team have got that network where it sounds like, because look, it's incredibly, for everyone at home, this is an com- incredibly competitive space. We know this. So it sounds like you've got a great network where you're able to pick up the phone, maybe not literally, but you're or maybe it is literally, you're able to pick up the phone, call up your network and say, "Hey, we've got something for you. Let's demonstrate it. Let me send you the, mm-hmm. send you the specs." Is that kind of is that kind of a, a a nice summary of of how to look at Quest?
0: Yeah, we're we're able to get in front of the customer, right? Because we've been at this so many years, we know them, they know us, and there's lots of people with great technology out there that don't have the advantage of being able to do that. So we're able to get in front of them. We're able to get ahead of the game. Uh, we're able to do demonstrations and trials early in the process. Uh, this is typically so far resulted in exclusive what are called sole source contracts. Uh, to wow. uh, and that's exactly the kind of advantage you want to have in the marketplace. And sole source
1: contracts for everyone at home, are contract, are tenders put out by government agencies, government, uh, you know, government departments, where they have a very very specific need, and instead of putting out a mass tender, uh, it actually gets awarded to someone because the because that agency or department believes that you know Quest is the only one capable of fulfilling what they need. So that's right. that's really impressive, David. Mm-hmm. That that that's that's exciting. Let's talk about the size of this market. Uh, you've opened up our eyes to the fact that unlike what we see in Hollywood video games, uh, the the soldier systems market is just now starting to grow and it's scheduled to be at 14 14 billion dollars by 2023 um what's your plan for carving out you know your fair share of that pie for quest
0: well we never look for a fair share we look for <laughs> a big share <clears throat> but just to be a little less flippant um <laughs> just following you know what is what has worked before everything we've done in the past has been about my own career introducing new things to market for the military and Homeland Security market that has never been seen before, right? And so uh, our basic strategy around that is partly just what I was mentioning, where we get in front of the customer early, we understand their requirements, we put a very compelling technology in front of them, and we work with OEM partners, who, uh, because the end user is getting excited, Get excited themselves. Uh, we announced teaming agreements with Mantec, for example, and with AeroVarment. Uh, you may have seen on the news tab of the company's website. Of course. Important partnerships are major players in the US uh, military market. As well, uh, we have a very mature, long-standing. Network of agents and representatives in over 100 countries around the world, and when they get excited about what we see, we we know that it's 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 very real, uh, because a lot of these agents, because they're so senior and so proven, if it's not exciting and they don't feel they can actually introduce it into a foreign market, they won't even get out of bed, and so we're excited that they're excited. We're excited at the uh, the uh, trials and evaluation results of of the user community to this date. And uh, and we're excited at the kind of traction we're getting with our first OEM partners and our first contracts in the market. Well, I'm glad you bring that up because I was gonna actually say
1: the one uh, challenge to companies like yours, uh, especially when you're trying to address a global market, because you said that a couple of times, you talk about forces around the world is, mm-hmm. man, it can get expensive really fast if you're deploying a sales team uh, that cost a lot of money because they're highly specialized. And I'm not talking about guys selling vacuums here, but I think you've kind of answered that question. Is that a big advantage, the fact that, David, you and your team have built up a global network of agents and, uh, and representatives that I'm assuming work on a, success, uh, on, on a success basis for you, and that way you don't have to incur that cash burn of, uh, of employing a large direct sales force around the world?
0: Yeah, that's exactly right, George. We, uh, uh, we're we not investing in, you know, big infrastructure and overhead. It's an explicit part of our plan to remain lean, so we have operating leverage, and that goes for production of the product. It's all outsourced, so we don't have a big uh, CapEx number to cover. And the same with the go-to-market strategy, where We leverage the OEMs, as I described, and we leverage that international network of reps and agents. Let's talk about those
1: OEMs for everyone at home, original equipment manufacturers. That's another advantage because that could be a difficult part of your business as well. If you've got to be the manufacturer of this equipment, that means you've got to have big facilities, complicated machinery, Mm -hmm. all sorts of technology. You're outsourcing all of, all of that, most of it, and, and to who? What is some, because I've seen Samsung, for example, uh, on your list of OEMs. Let's talk about the advantage that that brings to Quest.
0: Yeah, well, Samsung is, uh, is a special case in that they are the supplier, main supplier of smartphones, including next generation smart devices uh, to the US military. And so much of uh, what we're designing that has to fit inside a smart device as an app, for example, for our network situation awareness system is being built for that platform. So that's the basis of that, that relationship. Uh, that's obviously uh, an advantage for Quest. Um, it's, a, it, it's, it's an advantage for Samsung as well. So it's a pretty balanced relationship. Um, but when we, when we look beyond that to other types of partnerships uh, we're really being uh, approached more and more by uh, additional OEMs who have looked at the results they're seeing from customer evaluation trials and have realized that this can add value to their programs and to their customers. And so they're partnering with us to to pull our stuff through. Uh, You know, a good example is is uh, Aerovironment, they're the largest supplier of tactical military drones to the US military. And we've been able to develop a a variant of our situational awareness system, works with their drones, streams, situational awareness and even targeting information in real time, right to soldiers on the ground wow. and right onto their weapon systems. And uh, it starts to look more like uh, playing a video game than the kind of conventional engagements that, uh, that we see on TV. Which products are
1: you, I mean, i mentioned a couple of products. I picked those out uh, just for the cool factor. I mean, soldier launched micro drones to intercept and, and, and or destroy incoming enemy drones. And I love the decoy strategy. Uh, so essentially what that technology is doing is it's taking my digital, I guess my digital imprint and multiplying. And so if other forces are trying to find me, they're not sure which one. I love that kind of stuff, but that's, that's just me being the rookie, you know, looking at what, for you, you're the expert, which of your products are you most excited about that you think are gonna have, uh, you know, big impacts in the market?
0: Well, what I'm excited about is that they're all potentially home run. I mean, we won't pursue any given uh, product or solution strategy unless we have first sized the market and where any given product uh, that can address a market niche uh, has an obtainable market of at least some hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, So that's our first criteria. And, uh, and it's a portfolio strategy where we bring a number of products and solutions to market. Uh, they're at varying stages of maturity, and kind of we like that. It kind of smooths out uh, what the revenue outlook could be. And these are products that, yeah, look cool, but they are, they are actually solving real problems today that sure. in many cases are urgent operational requirements. You know, you mentioned, you mentioned the little drone missile. That is an urgent operational requirement for many forces today in deployed operations where they've got drones trying to surveil them. They've got drones that have been weaponized trying to attack them. And these are little drones, small drones you and I could go and buy at Walmart and they're very hard to defend against. You can um, employ electronic countermeasures to a point, uh, but increasingly you have to be able to have some way of taking that hostile drone down out of the air. Same is going to apply, ultimately, in the homeland security market, where there are literally hundreds of incursions every day from drones, for one reason or another, either to surveil prisons or dropping contraband or weapons, uh, surveil sensitive, critical infrastructure, and again, electronic countermeasures that actually cannot be used as extensively in a domestic situation like that. And so what do you do when you have to stop a drone threat? There is just no elegant solution for that today. So this addresses a, a real burning requirement in both the military and the Homeland Security market. So there's one that could do you know, very, very well. You mentioned the drone decoy uh, in modern warfare where, our friendly forces are emitting electromagnetic signals, which allows the bad guys to know exactly where Correct. they are very quickly. It becomes essential that you be able to cloak yourself with all kinds of decoys, but to work, they have to be miniaturized. They have to be soldier deployable, or you have to be able to deploy them with a drone, pepper an area with these. And now the adversary doesn't know, as you were saying earlier, where, where are you? and and, or are you here or you're there you're everywhere unbelievable, and, unbelievable. And it buys you a lot of protection and a lot of mission time by the way can i buy
1: that system so that my wife can't find me when i'm at home
0: <laughs> she'll find you everywhere
1: <laughs> <laughs> i want to put seven decoys of me around the house <laughs> so she can't find me but that's uh you know that that's fantastic mm-hmm. uh, i'm not going to ask you for guidance because i know you, you can't give it no well you can be definitely in a press release so i'm not going to ask for guidance but is it safe to assume, given everything you've been you've been saying here, given the pipeline and the and the demonstrations, things that you're that are well underway, that Quest is well beyond just you know a good idea? And in, is it safe to assume that you'll be you'll be actually reporting revenues this this year?
0: Yeah, the the, uh, the company is in revenue this year. Uh, you mentioned that ninety plus million dollar pipeline, so you know, we're pretty confident. We, uh, we can convert a pretty healthy chunk of that to revenue. And as I mentioned, that's being added to all the time. And you can't always time that uh, perfectly because it's customer driven. These are government contracts. But the great thing about them is that the opportunities are always there. The industry is always there. It's a healthy industry in good times and bad times, and there's no credit risk. These are attributes I like about the industry.
1: Last question for you,
0: David. You're not a
1: one-man show. Uh, you've got a great team there. And in the small-cap world, uh, I, we've always said that you bet on the jockey, not on the horse. Uh, but that jockey also needs some great support. Give me, give us an example. Uh, I know it's like the Oscars. You can't mention everybody, I guess. But you know, give it, give us an example of the kind of team you have around you, uh, who have, who also share uh, the same kind of experience and success that you've had in this industry.
0: Sure, well, to start with the founder, Jeff McLeod, who is uh, also the president and the CEO. You know, He has a background in the military, which as I do, as several of us do on the team, which gives us a natural understanding of what the operational requirements are. That's a big advantage, but he's also accomplished in his own field in industry. For example, he, he led uh, Colt Canada in Kitchener-Waterloo uh, for almost 20 years. And, uh, and led it to some pretty significant growth over that time. And he surrounded himself when he founded the company with very impressive team of technologists, uh, really very, very senior people because uh, uh, you can't just invent this stuff without the benefit of having had long experience at it in the industry. So it's a powerful technical team. And we also have brought some great people to the board who add value. Uh, you've probably had a look at that, guys like John McCoach, who, for, uh, who was head of the uh, TSX Venture Exchange. Uh, we have Paul Mangano, who was the president of a uh, uh, division of L3, significant defense player in the US where he's based. Uh, we have as well <clears throat> Paul Fortin, who already was a business development person for the international market. For the defense and aerospace practice of some of Canada's major law firms, and uh, and then there's there's folks like uh, like Jeff uh, Dunn in the U.S., who's a decorated Marine officer, highly regarded in the uh, in in the military community. He moves in, has also had very significant commercial experience and great success there, and is doing a terrific job of uncovering all kinds of programs and projects with the special forces community, which as I'd say is many communities, not just one. So that's just a thumbnail. I could go on and mention more like the Oscars. You know, they're, they're, <laughs> but they're, but the music, music is supporting, playing. There's a, supporting cast, a great supporting cast. And I yeah. wish that we had time to, uh, to mention everyone, but uh, uh, talented and they deliver. What I really
1: love about your team, uh, David, and sometimes you see it in the small cap world that, uh, but you know, George, a former attorney and the head of a IR slash marketing company is starting a cannabis company or a technology company. It's just guys who are business people who think that they can go into a specialty and create success. And I always find that suspect, but you've put together a team of people that not only have the business success, but they have the on the ground experience of, of being in the, in the military and you yourself, uh, for everyone at home, David's, you know, don't let David sell himself short, but I'm going to read this off here that formerly an infantry officer and senior official. So you're talking about right from the bottom up, uh, with both the Canadian British governments before leading the global build out of multiple defense and security companies. And that's what I think is the, is necessary to have a successful company. And the fact that you've surrounded yourself with other people like that, David, tells me that uh, you guys have really stacked the odds in your favor for success. And uh, can't wait to have more of these and wishing you really good luck for the rest of the year.
0: Thanks very much. Well, it is the right team with the right technologies at the right time. And so certainly I'm excited about it and really appreciate your interest today. Thank you.
1: Yeah, and it sounds like we're gonna have you on a lot more, David. I mean, here we are. It's not even the end of September yet. And uh, it sounds like are going to have you a lot more because you've got a pipeline, you've got great things happening. And uh, I can't wait to show people uh, demonstrations. I know you're, you're, you guys are in the middle of putting that together over the next 30, 60 days, you know demonstration videos of how your technology works. Through this, we've been putting up images for people to see snapshot images, but I can't wait to see those demonstration videos. And uh, congratulations on your listing. This is an amazing company. And I, I'm glad that you're giving small cap investors A chance because they've never had it before. They've never had a chance to be part of a a company like this. Because you know, military. You know, not that you're military, but that 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 military-industrial complex company is always the big New York stock exchange, multi-billion-dollar, you know, well beyond the growth stage. And here you are, a soldier systems company, cutting edge of a new wave. And small cap investors can actually participate in your growth. And I, I really love that about this company.
0: Yeah, and it's a great point. Uh, It's it's very few opportunities in the uh, small market to get exposure to a pure play in some growth, specialty defense and security areas like this that are global in scope.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about what you guys are going to bring, given the success you've already had. I think it's only a question of not if, but just degree of success because there's no doubt about the fact that that you guys uh, have have done in the past and will do it again. So thanks so much, David, for joining us today.
0: Thank you. Appreciate the interest.
1: Thanks, George. You've been watching, or if you've been tuning in by podcast, listen to David Luxton. He's executive chairman at Quest Microsystems. The company trades on the TSX Venture Exchange under the stock symbol KWE. It is a brand new listing. You're not going to find a lot of information out there about the company, but you know where you will on Agoracom. Get to the Quest Hub. The profile page there alone is a fantastic overview of what you've heard today. Uh, there's some great images there, some further detailed deep dive for you, but this is an exciting company and it's up to you to do your due diligence and hopefully you discovered your next great small cap company. Thanks for joining us
0: everyone. Have a fantastic day. See you next time.